on this week's episode, we're going to cover using your firearm inside your home. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a black belt and Krav Maga uh, NRA firearms instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rise Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. Today's episode, we'll be covering using your firearm in your home. Uh, If you've listened to episode number 10, which was understanding the self-defense laws, I've kind of already went over that. Um, But in case you haven't, I'll go over them again and then I will uh, add to it. So... First of all, I am not a lawyer. I am not giving you legal advice. I am giving you my interpretation of the self-defense laws, Um, especially for California because that's where I live. If you do not know the laws, I highly recommend that you learn the laws in your specific state um, when it comes to using a firearm uh, for self-defense inside your home. Um, There are different laws for using a firearm outside of your home, but um, also look into those if you carry uh, concealed. Understand those laws. If you take a a concealed carry class, most of the class is teaching you the laws uh, for that particular state. Um, So it'll help you that if you ever pull your gun out and use it for self-defense on the street somewhere, um, if you follow all the laws, you won't go to jail. So that's something to consider. Same thing using a firearm inside your home. Um, state laws vary a lot. There are some kind of common laws that that like most of it kind of carries over from state to state but there are different um state specific laws uh so you really really have to know the law in the state that you're living in um like an example is the castle doctrine uh and here in california we do not have a castle doctrine uh, in like Texas, Arizona, uh, Oklahoma, a lot of the Midwest states, they have what's called the castle doctrine, which means that your home is your castle and you can protect your home with deadly force. There has to be a reason, though. You just can't shoot someone for trespassing on your property. Uh, if you have acreage and a hiker is hiking across your your land you can't just shoot them for hiking uh, and this is where most of the laws have the same kind of you need to be able to prove this or at least make it where it's where the the jury would 
believe that it, you were in reasonable danger. So if someone's walking across your lawn, a hiker, and you have, say you have acreage, and they're walking, you know, two acres away from your house, you can't shoot them just for walking on your property. Yes, they're trespassing, but you cannot just legally shoot them and claim self-defense because your life was not in imminent danger. Now, if the hiker was on your property, he comes on you, he comes to your door asking you for water and you tell him to get off your property and he says, "No, uh give me some water and I'll leave." And he you say no and he gets aggressive. Unless you're in danger, you still can't shoot him. Now say you keep denying him water and then he lunges at you or something along that line. Then it'd be more justified for shooting him. Um, because you warned him, you told him multiple times to get off of your property and he did not listen. Then he became aggressive and he charged you. So you could, in court, you would have a better claim for self-defense. Now, depending on what state you're in, that would work. If you are using your firearm in your home, that changes. Then a little, a little more stuff has to be considered when using your firearm in your home um so the castle doctrine means you have a right to protect your home so in a state that has a castle doctrine if someone kicks open your door you can shoot them because they are forcing themselves into your home so that's a state with the castle doctrine uh, in a state like California that does not have a castle doctrine. If someone kicks your door open, you can't just shoot them. Your life is not in immediate danger. It is not an imminent threat. To uh, It has to be an imminent threat for bodily harm or death. So just by someone kicking open the door does not necessarily mean that you are in danger in the state of California so um, if someone does kick open your door and you're in a state that does not have a castle doctrine then that person you need to allow that person into your house which I know it sounds crazy but you allow that person into your house and they have to make a move on you or if they enter that if they enter your house with the firearm then you could shoot them so there's a difference castle doctrine as soon as you kick the door i could shoot whether you have a gun in your hand or not if in states that do not have castle doctrine you kick my door in i have to see a gun in your hand or a knife something like that so i could shoot you Okay, so there is a difference. It, you know, it it may seem like a small difference, but <clears throat> excuse me, in my in my uh, 
when my life is on the line, it's kind of hard to make that kind of split second decision. You know, it's just like cops when they're out on the street. These guys are trained to know when to shoot and when not to shoot. And when they put the training in and they still have snap second judgments on the street, like someone pulls a, a airsoft gun and they end up getting shot by a cop. That cop doesn't know it's an airsoft gun. So if these people are doing it every day, day in and day out, and they make mistakes, how do you expect your average homeowner to be able to distinguish if the person kicking the door open has a gun or not? That's where I think it's kind of nuts in California. On the plus side is California used to be a... A, a right to re, um, what do they call it? Uh, gosh, what's it called? It was called uh, a right to retreat state, a duty to retreat state. So what that meant is that if someone kicked open the door, I'm supposed to run into my room, lock my door, and let these people do whatever they want to my house. That's how it used to be. They got rid of that, thank goodness but they haven't replaced it with a castle doctrine or stand your ground or anything like that. Um, a stand your ground is kind of like a castle doctrine, uh, but from what I understand, a stand your ground is more used outside the home than it is inside a home. Uh, I think there's states that have both, stand your ground and... and um, castle doctrines if you want to learn more uh, laws for your particular state or just basic self-defense laws um, there is a lawyer named Andrew Bronca he has a podcast called the law self-defense podcast and he also has a few books out he is really really good I read his books. I've listened to a lot of his podcast. He breaks it down into layman's terms where anybody could understand what he's trying to say about the law. Um, so I highly, highly recommend you listen to his podcast or at least read his book. Uh, that's where I got a lot of my information from was his book. So um, to carry on with the, the firearms, Okay, so we covered Castle Doctrine, and we covered non-having a, a Castle Doctrine. And the difference is if someone breaks in your house or not. Now, there are certain things that you need to be aware of. And this is mainly in the state of California or states that do not have Castle Doctrines. Because like I said already, you know if you have a Castle Doctrine... Someone breaks into your house, you can shoot them, no questions asked, as long as they force themselves into your house. In states that do not have it, you have to be in imminent danger or your family or someone has to be in imminent danger. Okay, now here's the catch. If the person kicks the door open and you're in your room, 
and you are going from your room to the front door where the person kicked the door open. In the states that do not have castle doctrines, they're going to accuse you of hunting the intruder. So if you're hunting in air quotes, you cannot claim self-defense. Yeah, that sucks. So, um, now, if you're doing the same scenario where you hear the door getting kicked open and you are going to check on your kids and you encounter the intruder and your life is in danger or they have a firearm or whatever, something showing a threat, um, then you could shoot them and claim self-defense afterwards. So, if you go from your bedroom and beeline straight to where the intruder's at, and you shoot them, you cannot claim self-defense because uh, you hunted them. The only work around that is that if, when you engage with that person, they have a fire, they shoot at you first. That's the only work around that. So, I'll reiterate. So, if you're going from your room straight to where the intruder's at, you're hunting them. Don't do that. If someone kicks open the door and you go down the hallway to your kid's room or, you know, your sibling's room or whoever other people live in the house, and you go to grab to get them and bring them back to whatever room that you deemed as your safe room. And you encounter that person during that um, transaction. Then you are okay. You could claim self-defense in that sense. That's the way I interpret the laws. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how the law stands. Because... Uh, Andrew Bronco kind of uh, backed it up on his podcast in one of his episodes. I don't remember which, but um, so it made it makes sense to me that. But it's very minute difference between going to jail for shooting someone inside your house than you know uh, for hunting than it is for you trying to recover your family or whoever else lives in the house um so that's it's it's pretty crazy uh now here's another part that people don't think about if the person breaks into your house and you're on your way to recover your kid and you grab your kid and you send them down the hall to your bedroom where your wife is at or your partner and you do encounter the person uh, they shoot at you you shoot at them you hit the guy he falls to the floor uh, you're supposed to render aid yep you're supposed to render aid and 
yeah if he if he if you don't render aid and the person dies uh it's on you yep so you're supposed to render stop the bleed or something uh that's if you shot them and they didn't die if you shot the person in the head and then uh you know can't render aid for that but say you shoot him in the leg and he's on your floor bleeding uh yeah you're supposed to render aid um now if you don't know how to render aid then then you don't know how to render aid I mean, I, w I don't know what I would do because I don't want to go and try to render aid on this person and say I try to bandage his his leg or whatever, then he pulls a knife and he starts stabbing me or he chokes me or whatever. It's just, yeah, just little little nuisance, nuances, like nuisance, nuances, oh, whatever the word is, you guys know what I mean, um, that can't prevent you, can't, Make it to where you go to jail and not them. So um, my recommendation in that scenario is to aim for center mass, which is below the neck, above the groin. Uh, one, it's a big target, so you don't have to be super accurate when you're shooting. And two, that's where most of your vital organs are. So, you know, if you do shoot someone, you need to be able to shoot to neutralize the threat. So your best chance of doing that is to aim for center mass. And if you're new to shooting or it's been a long time since you shot, most of your shooting should be to center mass. Um if you have more experience or you know you like to do the fun stuff you could do headshots but don't make that your complete focus because when stress and adrenaline come in for you to be able to line up your shot to be accurate and precise for a head when your target is moving and you're possibly moving good luck you are really increasing the odds of you not hitting your target okay and remember when you fire your firearm and it's not just inside your house if it's out the fence every time you pull that gun and you squeeze the trigger you are responsible for every single bullet that leaves that firearm and it doesn't matter where it goes so if you're in your house depending on what you're using if you're using a pistol Okay, say you're using a 9mm pistol and you squeeze that trigger off in your bedroom and you shoot it at your your intruder. It could go through the intruder, through your walls, and possibly end up in your neighbor's wall. Okay, so if you end up shooting your neighbor because of the intruder, you're going to jail. You're not going to jail for self-defense you're going to jail for for um involuntary manslaughter or murder for shooting your neighbor while they were sleeping 
So remember that you are responsible for every single bullet that comes out of that gun, whether you're using it for home defense or at a shooting range. Okay, this is a very, very important practice that you need to know. That you are responsible for every bullet that comes out of that gun. If you're cleaning the gun and the bullet goes off and it goes through the wall and God forbid it hits one of your family members, you're responsible for that. If it leaves your house and hits a lady walking her dog across the street, you're responsible for that. So make sure that when you are holding a firearm that you understand that you are taking responsibility for wherever that bullet goes. If you're shooting at a target and it bounces back and ricochets back at you and it hits you, guess who's responsible for that? Yeah, it's you. It's not the manufacturer who made a still target that all still targets, when you buy one, they come with the paper that says make sure you have adequate distance so you don't have to worry about recoil, uh, ricochets. Okay, so don't blame don't blame the gun don't blame the bullet it's the person okay um so back to the loss if you are um using that scenario where you're shooting someone then you need to know why you're shooting them in the me what i mean by that is that you have to be in danger you cannot just shoot someone just to shoot them like i said unless you had a castle doctrine state okay there might be another uh, type of law out there but i'm just going off of the most common ones that are most common in the united states most states have a castle doctrine there are a lot that do not so make sure that you make sure that you check the laws in your state and see if you have a castle doctrine or not and understand the difference between self-defense and not being able to self-defense uh, claim self-defense your life has to be in danger or your family's life has to be in danger inside your home to claim self-defense it's that simple okay and that's it's a little simpler if you have a castle doctrine but i'm mainly focusing on states that do not have castle doctrine so you don't go to jail okay so remember you cannot hunt the person you cannot go directly looking for them um but you can recover your family and bring them back to whatever your safe room is and then if you run into the intruder during that transaction you'll be okay all right so with that being said um i am at shot show during this recording or i will be at shot show during this recording and when I get back, I will give you guys a report on on what's going on with SHOT Show. And uh, that should be, like, I think I'm going to have to do some 
research on when I could actually drop that one. Probably the first week of February. This way I could give you guys a really good um, episode. Uh, next week's episode, uh, I will be giving you guys um, some tips on what to look for when you're looking for a martial art uh, studio or dojo. Um, so that should be a pretty fun one. Okay. Uh, like always, if you guys need to get a hold of me, you guys can reach me at Andrew at RiseAboveSelfDefense.com. That's my email. Or you can visit the website, www.RiseAboveSelfDefense.com. And if you have any topic ideas, uh, comments, or you just want to get a hold of me, uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me. If you live in the Almani area or in the Southern California area and you want to train with me in person at the at the dojo, uh, hit me up and I give you guys a discount code. And remember, only you can unleash your badass. <laughs>